Truly, Jake Tabor, we're here. We've got another show, and we've got a, we've got a lot to talk about. We're we're, uh, we're doing some interesting things. Many many plates are, are a spinning, as it were. Um, but before we get to that, Alex, tell them where to find us on the internet. Uh, well, I mean, at, there's there's a part of this part of the show that always makes me laugh because if they're hearing this, they've found us. Right. So. But, I mean, uh, if they want to continue to further engage with us. Oh, 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 further engagements. Gotcha. No, um, for real, though. Uh, Twitter is uh, at Red Arrow P. We got Instagram at Red Arrow Productions. Facebook pages, just search us, Red Arrow Productions. I mean, I mean, you're already here. Just keep coming back. Bring your friends. And, and t- tell those friends to bring their friends. The friends that you don't like of your friends, tell your friends to bring them. Well, um... Also, there there is one more thing that uh, that y- you aren't privy to. We we have added something to the lexicon of uh, of Red Arrow, and that being we we now have a Patreon. Yeah, we do. Yeah, and uh, the first thing that we're going to be be doing, we we have talked about it previously, um, but for the low low cost of five dollars, five bucks, uh, five bones, five s- clams or simoleons, what have you, you can pick Wampum. our topic. Wampum. Yes, the final payment must be made in Wampum. Uh, <laughs> but you pick our topic, and you tell us what you want to hear us talk about. You get a shout-out on uh, on the podcast as a Patreon subscriber and our deepest gratitude that, that we can muster. To get there, patreon.com slash Productions. There will be a link to that with the uh, social media stuff here on the show. But, Hell uh, yeah. But uh, that being said, um, since you know we're going to be letting you guys pick the topics, we we're kind of changing it up a little bit here. Um, of course, next week will be our in our interview uh, with Gre- interview. with um, interview. 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 interview 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 anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I got really into that for a second. Uh, Nicole Hams will be joining us. Um, very very influential in the world of science on the West Coast. So we're very excited to have her. Uh, on the show so um, but after that you guys will be picking the topics and if you're not it's just going to be be Alex and me we're going to be chit chatting with our uh, our standard repartee um, our, our tete-a-tete and uh, and just letting it fly oh yeah I and, mean that's that's basically what this whole show has been the whole time we, we we tried to like pick a topic and focus on it but it, it doesn't it never it's stays just a back and forth. I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, and if if you know, you guys want to hear us talk about something, that's that's the thing that we're like, hey, like we're we're starting to run out of ideas, and we're talking about the same stuff over and over. But what do they want us to talk about? What? What? what yes, we could talk about anything. Can anything and would. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I can't think of a topic that I wouldn't be able to talk about for an hour with you off the top of my head at all I can't it, it, when, you, when you include you know our, our, our typical diversions and, and, and tangents and rabbit trails I mean we can talk about anything for an hour I don't know how long we're going to talk about the thing but we're going to talk about it for an hour well <laughs> yes I mean I don't know I I don't want to I don't want to be the first person to pay five bucks to pick a topic but if we do it's the Green Bay Packers and we'll talk about them I swear yeah I, I got something to say <laughs> <laughs> But you know, you know. I mean, this this happened to me the other day in traffic, and ever since then, and I saw another one today, so I knew it was meant to be. I knew this was the topic that I was supposed to. I was supposed to bring this up. So, this this woman in a Hyundai Element cuts you mean me a off. Honda Element? Or yeah, Honda Element. That okay. or it was a Hyundai Elantra. I'm sorry. Oh well, those are very different cars. Very different cars, <laughs> but you know, H. It was an H E. Um, oh, yes. But she cuts me off, and the back of her car, on the sticker, there's a bumper sticker, and it says, "Wag more, bark less," which had its exact opposite intended effect on me. <laughs> <laughs> 
because I immediately started, I mean, I guess for the sake of this comparison, immediately started barking at this woman about how she had no idea how to drive and how she shouldn't tell me how to live my life. Well, if she's going to tell you how to live your life, she should have the balls to do it herself and not let the rear of her car do it for her. Yeah, while she's trying to get away. Yes. (laughs) So I'm driving away from you. I'm going to tell you what I think. I and, and I mean that was something I mean, we could talk. I mean I just hate I hate bumper stickers. Like I mean, when I when I think about my lifetime, the only bumper stickers I've ever had on my car were related to the Oregon Ducks. What about your Batman sticker? I was I see I thought I just realized that I did have I did have that Batman sticker, but black or, on black. But what about the one that your dad put on there? That that one did not stay. But it was there. I I said the ones that I put on. Oh, okay. All right. That's I'm, fair. I'm going to loophole you on that one. Hey, I, I, I deserve to be loopholed. That's a that's a fair loophole. Like, I can't argue with that, but... And you see, if we had a fact checker, he'd go back, check the tapes, and be like, no, you actually said this. <laughs> but I'm, you know, if I didn't, in fact, say that, I'm just going to edit it out and post, and so you'll never be yeah. able to prove it. Yeah, 100%. Like, <laughs> yeah. That, no, that's exactly what you need to do. That's exactly what you need to do. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel like... I feel like the more bumper stickers a person has, like the less the message is. Um. Like I can't. Yeah. I, like I mean, if you if you want me to namaste, and you also want me to to resist while at the same time coexist. What I'm, about what about keeping Portland weird? Yeah, you don't forget that one. See, I don't get a lot of that up here. I know, but it's a thing, and it's terrible. Uh, the the other one, which has also spread across across state borders, like the like a forest fire, uh, is the the state with a heart in it. Oh my gosh! I saw one that was it oh. was a different state. It was a, an East Coast state. I don't even know which one it was. It was it was like oh they love being from there. I guess like <laughs> like then go back. Yeah, congratulations, Delaware. You got a sticker. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so. So terrible. Yeah, I, I that's like one of those fads that I don't know. Whoever came up with it was was brilliant. Um, but I I don't know. Just like the it's the whole state with the heart is what I what I'm beefing with. It's like you I get it. You love Oregon. I can see that from your Oregon license plate and, and all the other Oregon related things that you have on your car. That REI sticker. You've got your you've got your pass for all the parks. You know, it's like what about yeah. what about your license plate? Well, I, yeah, the license plate. Then you got your Oregon Country Fair sticker in the front window. Oh my gosh, I and, don't want to. I don't even want to talk about the Oregon Country Fair. I mean, and if you have Oregon Country Fair stickers, you probably have the prayer flags also hanging from. <laughs> well, yeah, and some sort of some sort of rendition of like the Grateful Dead bears. There's that, or the Deadhead logo, possibly yeah. a green and yellow one. Possibly, yeah. Oh my gosh! And let's Somebody, just be, let's just be realistic. We're talking about a van. <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, like, what if, what if we? This is this is the first marketing campaign for Red Arrow. You ready for this? We're gonna say I'm gonna take a dead head, right? The dead head logo. And make but it instead a red of head? the instead well instead of the red and blue with the lightning bolt, right? Or the green and yellow with the lightning bolt. I'm gonna put Oregon on his forehead with a green heart in it. That's that's brilliant. That's like thirty <laughs> ideas all wrapped into one. If you could find a way to put the Namaste symbol in there, you're gonna make a billion dollars. Oh my gosh! Like, what if you put it inside the heart? Inside the heart, Namaste in the heart <laughs> of Oregon as a deadhead. And and the whole thing is on a, a giant cross because you know I'm, I'm, we're real religious. Yeah, naturally, <laughs> naturally, dude. That is. Wow, man! You, I've never been. I've someone I've print never, them up. Yeah, I've never thought so much about uh, like like bumper stickers until now, and I'm convinced that I do hate them. Yeah, it, it's one of those things where you can know it's it's like texting. And I'm gonna it's I'm gonna go back to something I remember from the Boondocks. Is anything anyone has ever typed out with their thumbs wasn't worth hearing? You think that's true? I, I mean, it to a varying degree. I mean, I don't think as a blanket statement, certainly not. But when it like I look at bumper stickers the same way. If you put it on a bumper sticker, it's probably not that important. 
Yeah, that's definitely true. Like, my dad makes a lot of money on bumper stickers. Like, he sells them, but the bumper stickers he sells are, like, his, they're, they're like historical jokes, which, you know, it's like, you know, oh, man, I'm starving, the Donner Party. You know, we all have our bear to cross, Hugh Glass. Like, it's, it's funny sort of things. It's not anyone trying to make a political statement about how they feel about America I'm... as a whole. I'm not gonna lie. If I if I was behind if I was stuck in traffic behind somebody who had a bumper sticker that said "I'm starving the Donner Party," I'd probably lose my mind. Why? Because I would see it for the first time and go "Ha!" Classic. <laughs> and then 45 minutes later, when I've moved a hundred feet and I'm still staring at it, I'd be like, "You're about to be the." Donner party. That's what I'm gonna do to you. See, that's I'll do it to you. That's the thing that you always like. That's when you're in traffic and you just keep reading it over and over. It, it, you become more and more angered by the by the thing oh itself. Oh god, I would be I would be furious. I'd be like, I'm about to attack you like a bear. Yeah, oh. you're, you're gonna cross. You just cross this. But you cut me off. You oh. you have a Jake to cross right now, dude. Oh my gosh, pun a pun. Like like a punny, frickin' oh, bumper sticker while you're stuck in in rush hour traffic. <laughs> oh, oh man. You know what else? Oh, the other one, <laughs> that'll the other get the highest slash. The other one is, are oh. the mud flaps. Oh my god. <laughs> Yosemite Sam, back, back off, off. <laughs> drive faster. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> Back I thought that we both I like I was because I was thinking Yosemite Sam back off before we even got there. I knew that's where I was gonna go with it, and I loved that it. it was the first thing that you thought oh, of too. God, that is the worst. I'm like I've never hated Looney Tunes more, <laughs> except in this moment right now. If I get out of this car, it's not gonna be a merry melody. Yeah, like oh my god, oh. I gotta take a breath. I gotta take a breath because I just got really mad at some people who don't exist. <laughs> oh man, mad at people. Like we're creating problems here on my show. Like Alex is gonna have to go to the doctor soon and get his blood pressure checked. I actually just did that earlier this week. My blood pressure is on point. See, the last time I got it checked, my blood. Uh, you see, it's not fair because whenever I get my blood pressure checked, I'm at like the emergency room, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and of course my blood pressure is elevated. <laughs> yeah, mine was. Uh, I think it was. I, I'd have to. I'd have to check the sheet, but uh, I think it was at like 117 over 77 or something like that. Check the sheet. I don't know where the sheet's at, but um, I also have a 99% oxygen saturation. That's pretty so, good. And my um, my temperature uh, taken via the oral thermometer was ninety eight point three degrees. Yeah. So uh, all all for all intents and purposes, a healthy boy. Uh. Well, yeah. Except for the bottom half of my left leg, which is about seventy two years old, <laughs> uh, and riddled with varicose veins that I'll never get rid of forever. <laughs> I told you I, we weren't going to talk about your varicose veins on the show. You did, and then you brought up blood pressure, and guess what? It was a perfect segue. I we're not talking any further. I'm not gonna. We're not Jim roaming this. We're not Colin Kaepernicking like we did last week. We are not talking about your varicose veins. <laughs> well, I'm just saying I want people to know that it's hereditary. There's nothing you can do to stop it outside of a catastrophic injury to the leg. Uh, area such as like a broken shin bone or something like that, maybe a severely uh, messed up ankle. Um, it's basically just luck of the luck of the draw there. And uh, yeah, I got the uh, got a bad draw on that one. Bad deal. Hey, I, I mean, I, I know something about bad draws with uh, having psoriasis and whatnot. <laughs> That's yeah. that is not fun. But uh, it's no. I, it, with the sun, it's actually been clearing up quite a bit. But, oh, there you go. Yeah, but hey, enough about our physical maladies. I'm sure people love listening to this. Here because, <laughs> like, yeah, so uh, I'm 75 years old. You know, my I've been having some problems with my appendix. Second, second Red Arrow marketing campaign. You ready for this? Ready, what yeah. we're gonna do is we're gonna take the show and we're gonna talk about a bunch of really, really, really dumb shit. So that way, people are forced to pay five dollars and pick their own topics. So wait, how would that differ from what we've been doing? Well played. Well played. 
I'm 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 doing the whole. I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna do. Everyone's gonna listen. They're gonna be like, we're oh, not gonna like, do no, that. No, By the end of the show, got... they're gonna be like, five bucks is worth it. Those guys will just shut up. Talk about something about that matters. Up. Good lord. <laughs> can we can we get somebody to sarcastically? If somebody's gonna pay five bucks to say like, shut up, and what we're gonna do is I'm going to fully endorse recording an entire episode of our intro. And then a shout out on the show because we say like, hey, this this Patreon user uh, just uh, just wanted just, to be quiet. Justin one two one seven because one two one six, six was, was taken, taken um, wants us to shut up. And then from that exact moment for the until like we hit the sixty minute mark, just silence. Uh, yeah, and then I, I bring in the intro again, and then it's, <laughs> it's and then it's out, and that's it. And that's our show. At the very end, I'd say, "Good night, universe." The podcast, and it's over. Done. That I—I I mean, pay five bucks. See if we won't do it. Say, see if but, we but, won't do it. See, I dare you. I dare, dare us. Try dare us. us. But seriously, try us. Like we want you to. <laughs> yeah, come at us. Anyway, uh, but <laughs> so okay, we can talk about it now because we're we're doing this on record, and it's for a reason. Okay. okay. That that pick six that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. That that was just okay. The block in the back was the worst call I've seen on a block in the back in a long time. Technically within the rules, though, he shouldn't have done it. He's okay. I we all understand the difference between the letter of the law. I mean, but really, he was three yards behind the play and he got touched on the back. That's an illegal block in the back. It it he it put Aaron Rodgers off balance. That makes it a block. Boom. You, it affected it, it it affected his forward momentum and his trajectory towards the the player with the ball. But it That's didn't know, it, it didn't affect the outcome of the play. You don't know that. Yes, I do. No, you don't. Aaron no Rodgers was fading. Aaron Rodgers, what was he going to get a sudden burst of energy and just run run the guy down? I, I, I don't know because he was illegally blocked oh in the back. Oh my god! <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. Apparently, we are talking about the Packers. <laughs> hey, you, hey, you brought it up. You brought it up, and and we. I'm just saying. I, I mean, if you want to be, if you want to be the fan who's like, oh, it, everything would have been different if. Guess what? No, it I'm not. I'm not saying on. everything would have been different. But what I'm saying is that that, without a shadow of a doubt, affected the outcome of the game. I, I, it absolutely affected the outcome of the game, and the Seahawks defensive players need to be smarter on the field. It's okay to shove a guy well after the play, though. Hey, I mean, when you when you come at when you come at a, ball a quarterback carrier, late, a ball carrier, a, quarterback a late, ball carrier who dove back, head first. Yeah, but he was already on the ground, and he had he was done. He was done moving. He dove. He landed. The then guy, the hit happened. It, you gotta have your quarterbacks back. You gotta have your quarterbacks back. I, I if that it, was a running it, back and he did the same play, if, been, if if that was James Starks, and he came in and finished the play the same way, would Martellus Bennett have taken that shot? I I don't know. I don't know anything about Martellus Bennett as a person, but I know he's got his quarterbacks back. He's sort of first team member. Well, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It was appropriately penalized with the late hit, unnecessary roughness. All of that happened. So within the the letter of the law, which you were just complaining about, it was properly penalized by the referees. It was a late hit. It took a 15-yard penalty for it. I don't know what else. What else you want? I what I'm saying I is, what, what I'm saying is what he did was far more egregious than what Jeremy Lane did. In uh, your in your most humble of opinions, you probably believe that. I do. I think it was. I think it was. Uh, what he did was less egregious than what Devonte Adams did. But Devonte Adams was the one who ended up on the ground with a forearm shoved in his neck twice. Well, that's don't pull a guy down by the face mask. I'm just saying. I mean, hey, I you can't get you can't get mad at the refs for missing one call and then making a call at the end of the game proper. That was the right call for them to make. Given the thing, he pushed the guy after the play. That's a late hit. That's what that is. He didn't punch the guy. He didn't fucking swing at him with a helmet. He didn't 
kick him in the nuts. He pushed the guy over after he after he was trying to stand up from hitting Aaron Rodgers in what he felt was an unnecessary way. I was properly penalized, and uh, I, I don't know what I don't know what you want. I don't know what you want the world to tell you, Jake. I want to know what would happen if they did start kicking guys in the nuts. Oh my God! Well, I don't know. Ask Dominic and Sue. He's oh, <laughs> he just he just stomps on people. <laughs> ah! Oh, is he even like? Is he is he like a productive member of the Miami Dolphins? Like is, at all? Is anyone I never... a productive member of the Miami Dolphins? Uh, I, apparently Ryan Tannehill was productive enough that they miss him. Yeah. Well, I mean. I forgot that. Yeah, I forgot that he was down with an injury. Yeah, that's Jay Cutler, man. Woo! Yeah, Jay gonna throw you the ball. Dude, Jay Cutler, like my second favorite quarterback in the in the history of the NFL. Well, he throws as many touchdowns to the Packers a game that uh, Aaron Rodgers does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> well, at least he did, and it was awesome. Like whenever I think of Jay Cutler, I always go back to that episode of South Park where uh, it's the the Guitar Hero episode. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, hey, you're Jay Cutler. My dad says you kind of suck, but you could be good someday. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, this is back when he was playing for Denver, and so like he was still early enough in his career. Like I remember when he came in. I think he came out of Purdue, right? Uh, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, yeah, same colors, same colors, same amount of wins. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Vanderbilt. And I remember that like, people were saying, oh yeah, this is gonna be the guy, and then. I don't know why anyone started to believe that, but they just continued to believe it until now he's in Miami doing nothing. Well, they believed it because at one point he and Brandon Marshall connected for like 23 receptions in a single game. Uh, And uh, in Denver, he had a year where he had like some ridiculous touchdown to interception ratio. He had like 38 touchdowns to like seven interceptions or something like that on like 4,400 yards. Kid looked like he was a phenom. And then, he wanted all the money, and they said no, and the Bears picked him up, and then he kept the Bears in miserable states for a long time. And as a as a Packer fan, I deeply, deeply appreciated that. <laughs> well, he's I mean he's he was like the Tony Romo of of the NFC North, like good enough to make the team obnoxious, mm-hmm. but not good enough to make them a problem. Yeah, it's like Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers falls in that category. Andy Dalton. Okay, is another let's, let's do this. Who's the quarterback in every division? That is good enough to keep him in it, but not good enough to win anything. Uh, well, I mean, now it's 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 shifted, so I'd, I'd have to probably think about it a lot more with these new these new batch of quarterbacks. Uh, let's see, NFC West. Carson Palmer. 100%. Carson Palmer. It's not even it's it's not even close to how mediocre he can be. Um, the NFC South. Drew Brees, Jameis Winston. Cam Newton and who am I forgetting? What team are we forgetting? Uh, I always okay. do the oh Matt Ryan. Oh Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan is is the yeah like he could be great and a league MVP and then he can also have seven wins like Matt Ryan of that one of that division he's that quarterback. I, I don't know. I feel like Drew Brees though is good enough to get that team to the playoffs by himself and then. No, but he's walk- not. Well, I mean, for he was for a couple of years. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, last year he threw for five thousand yards, and they didn't make the playoffs. No, that's true. But I'm saying, you like be- historically. Well, historically, sure, but I'm saying Matt Matt Ryan has it, he got to the Super Bowl last year, sure, but he's also laid plenty of eggs both in the regular season and in the postseason and when in they the playoffs. Get there. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I remember I w- that game against. Oh no, that was Michael Vick that quarterbacked that game. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would vote my vote. You can say Drew Brees. My personal vote, Matt Ryan in that division. I'll take Matt Ryan. Um, and so then the I NFC. I some love to the Saints. <laughs> the NFC East, probably probably Eli Manning, given and... that he either wins the Super Bowl or they don't make the playoffs. Like that's, <laughs> that's that's how that comes down. I mean, technically, if we had a fact checker, they'd be like, "Well, he made the playoffs." Well, I don't care shut about. Shut up. <laughs> like he wins, doesn't make playoffs. He's let's like won the Super Bowl came a year after like a what was considered a terrible year for him. Like they win like six games and then the Super Bowl and then they're like ten games and then they're like nine games and they're like six games and then they win a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, it figure would... your shit out, Eli Manning. 
Well, who's who is even the quarterback in in Philadelphia at this? Oh, it's uh, Carson Wentz. He hasn't done anything. Uh, Carson he Wentz. He hasn't been there long enough. To no, he's too young. Uh, Kirk Cousins right. is probably Prescott, the best player on the team. Also too young. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is definitely the best, unless there's some like defensive lineman that I don't know about that's technically the best. Kirk Cousins. Well, Josh Norman maybe. Yeah, but I don't know. I I feel like cornerbacks they they they're scheme guys. Like I don't think. Richard Sherman would be good in any other scheme. Well, clearly. Yeah, but, I mean, th- there are a lot of guys. I mean, the the first one that pops into mind is Namdi Asamoah. Like, as soon as he Asamoah. got... As soon as he got paid, and, like, he was he was that guy, like, yeah, he had four pass deflections on the f- six passes they tried to throw on his side of the field last year. Like, he got a mm-hmm. really good rep, a really good rep for doing nothing, and then he went to, to Oakland, and it was like, oh, wait... No, he was in Oakland and he went to Philly. Oh, that's right. I, I got it backwards. Yeah, but yeah like... and then he went to Philly. But he went to Philly for like the last two years of his of his career, where he was in his thirties and was clearly like I, you had to expect that there was going to be a drop off. But in they his... paid him like he wasn't going to have one. I mean, they paid Kobe Bryant like he was he was going to be the best that's ever. A, that's different. Is it? It is. I mean, he's a legacy player who's played for one team, not drafted by it, but played for one team his entire career. Was it a draft day trade for Kobe? It was. I know. I know he was drafted with the Timberwolves. No, uh, the the Hornets, I think, because I remember him. I remember him wearing a a Charlotte jersey the first year he was in, or the year he was in uh, NBA courtside. Ah, there we go. Fair enough. Um. So we've already so in the NFC North now, that quarterbacks become Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I mean especially because he just got that paycheck. He just got that paycheck. He's going to be there for the next at least the next five years. I know it's a seven-year extension. He's going to be there the next five years. The guy can air it out all day long. He's he's a quarterback that any team that is worse than the Lions would definitely take in a heartbeat. And he's a hundred percent probably definitely never going to win a Super Bowl. I, yeah, I mean, when you when you just look at what they would have to what the what they have to go through just to make the playoffs. First of all, they'd have to to beat you know the Packers twice, which they haven't done ever. Yeah. And, and uh, so they have to do that. Then they they so they'd have to win their division because they aren't going to get it done as a wild card because you're not sure. you're not going to win going to Dallas, Seattle, or Green wow. Bay. That's if true. The, if those three teams are in the playoffs, you're not going to win there. Just mm-hmm. So they have to they have to win their division and they have to be a one or two seed, which isn't going to happen with Matthew Stafford. So no, Matthew Stafford will never win a Super Bowl. Right, and Sam Bradford's on the team with the Vikings, but I think as far as I know, they're still holding out hope that Teddy Bridgewater is supposed to be coming back at some point. I guess I, I don't know what's wrong yet. with him. I, I mean, I, he's, he's I did a running too. quarterback who's broken, so he's yeah, done. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and then the Bears, they. I guess Mike Glennon's doing decent and almost beating the Falcons, and but everyone wants this Mitchell Trubisky guy to show up and save the day. So they're like, it's Matthew Stafford. He's he's the only one there. Like, and it's obviously not Aaron Rodgers because he's a stud. Um, AFC West is we we already said Philip Rivers. Yeah, Philip Rivers, hundred percent, definitely Philip Rivers. AFC North, that I'm gonna say Joe Flacco. Dude, Andy Dalton. Oh. Really? Andy Dalton. Joe Flacco's won a Super Bowl. And then goes six and ten. Yeah, but Andy Dalton goes six and ten and doesn't even get close. <laughs> but he's still good enough they're not gonna get rid of him. And he's good enough to make that team annoying. If he gets hot, yes. you're gonna lose by twenty yes. points. You can right. definitely he's gonna win some games, but he's never gonna win the game. I'm going Andy Dalton. I see Joe Flacco definitely has a leg to stand on, and in most other divisions, it would probably be if you take Joe Flacco and you put him on the Vikings, I'd probably go with Joe Flacco over Matthew Safford. But in that division, I'm going Andy Dalton. All right. Uh, AFC East. AFC East. Tyrod Taylor. You think? Yeah. Is because he, Tyrod if, Taylor can take a game over. Right, but it, does he does he fall into the category of like? too young of a quarterback to have this this reputation yet well, because it's, it's I mean they Tom do have Jay Cut- they do have Jay Cutler in that division now oh, that's, that's true <laughs> <laughs> they, <laughs> do have, they do have the the archetype for this entire conversation <laughs> in the division he is he's there for one year but but he's with the Jets so he's not good enough to make them annoying Dolphins 
Oh, that's right, Dolphins. He's not. Who's in the Jets? The Jets are using. Um, oh, I just I knew this too. It was funny because I was like, they have that guy. Um, it, I thought it was. I don't know. It's He's, Mark Sanchez again. Is it Sanchez again? No, it's not. It'd oh. be, fun, it'd be a lot funnier if it was. Who is it? It'd be even funnier if they had Matt Barkley. Um, or how about John David Booty? Ah, <laughs> classic. Because I know they got rid of Geno Smith. He's the backup somewhere, somewhere else. Um, I don't remember who the Jets have, but it's I think not good enough for us to notice. So clearly, yeah. it's not him. The joke still goes Jay Cutler. Yeah, I the mean, reason we're having this conversation. Exactly. <laughs> So the AFC South, what's that? That's so, Houston, Jacksonville. Uh, Andrew the, Luck. The Andrew Luck, and then and then the Titans, right? Yeah. So you got uh, Mariota, Luck, Bortles, and Savage. Well, well, no, it's now it's Deshaun Watson. Oh, they, now it's they they, they turned it over, right? Yeah, it's officially like Deshaun Watson starting on Sunday. Well, actually, tonight it happened. Tonight they oh. played. They played the Bengals. This game's probably already over, but it was the Bengals and the Texans. So Alex, I you didn't. Just, you just you just ruined kayfabe. This is supposed to be Friday morning, and now everyone knows that we record on Thursday night. Ah, except for they already knew that. Shh. Sorry. Re- rewind. <laughs> so last, last night, Deshaun last Watson. Night, <laughs> it was incredible. John Deshaun Watson last night definitely threw for like 350 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, and led the Texans to a a. 33 to 17 victory. Did that actually happen? I have no idea. I don't. I. I. If if I'm anywhere close, it will be coincidence at best. Or just an incredible, incredible prediction. Yeah. Well, it could be like a post prediction because I think the game could technically be over now. But I. I watched none of it. I have no idea. It's uh, just the start of the second half, and it's 10-6 Houston. So this actually brings up a, a point. Like I wanted to, I, I know I'm, I'm going back to it again, but I was reading today that the the uh, the viewing is down. Like the ratings for the NBA or the NFL is like super super down, and mm-hmm. they they have nothing to complain. They're like, well, it's not, you can't say it's the the election, so what are you gonna say it is now? And it's like you're starting to realize that people don't want to support the NFL. It seems. I, would, I, I think that um, a bunch of the casual fans are turned off by all the off-the-field drama, and they're probably ultimately tired of hearing about guys getting DUIs and punching their girlfriends. Well, there's definitely that. Um, and then I think the hardcore fans are are becoming more and more distraught with Roger Goodell's bullshit. Well, here's the thing about that, and, and you can't really – can't really complain about Goodell at this point because him being in charge of everything is what the players collectively bargained for. Like they said, yeah, that's fine. He can be judge, jury, and executioner. That's fine. We want these things, but he can. He's the ex, the executor of the law. That's what we want. That's what we're agreeing to. So they have nobody to blame but themselves. Well, the the players have nobody to blame but themselves, but the fans who watch are tired of these inconsistent suspensions and and fines and these rule changes like they crack down on celebrations and then they realize oh well that's stupid because celebrations are a part of the game that fans actually enjoy so now we're not mad about celebrations anymore huh like it's it's i think i believe and 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 i think we've talked about this off the show possibly on the show once or twice but if if the if the nfl just said in a blanket statement if a player is not convicted of an off the field crime we will not we will not levy uh, a a punishment against him at all i think they take some heat initially maybe for the first season but by the time the next season comes around and we made it through without having to hear about Ezekiel Elliott's girlfriend changing her mind about whether or not he actually did or maybe possibly didn't punch or choke her maybe once but never. Um, but also, it, uh, I we like to do drugs together. 
Yeah, like all of that. If if we just didn't have to deal with that, and we there was never this, is he suspended? Oh, he's suspended for six games, but we're not going to institute it until week two. But then he can appeal it in some court, and then the NFL can appeal his appeal in a different court. And, and then that court has to decide whether or not it's going to accept the case. It, yeah. Yeah, and then it, and then it gets. And then they settle on a reduction of a three-game suspension instead of a six-game. It's all that if they if we just never had to hear about that ever, even in the Ray Rice situation where there's a video of him knocking her out and dragging her into an elevator when she regains consciousness and doesn't press charges and he's never convicted, let it go. It, if the Ravens want to cut him, then the Ravens can cut him as their if own the, business. Yes, if the Ravens want to suspend him or fine him or do something, that's Baltimore's choice, not the league. But for the league to get – it's one thing to have him, Goodell, be judge, jury, and executioner on on stuff that happens within the confines of the rules, right? That's fine. If that's what the players agree to, let him. And when Tom Brady deflates balls, fine him a million dollars and suspend him for four games because that is, that, is, that is cheating – within the confines of the rules of the NFL. But if if they want to go out and, and, I don't know, drive drunk and pay a cop enough money that they don't get convicted, not my problem. Yeah, I, I mean, and that's, that's one of the things you, you think about is it's, you know, at what point do we allow the your employer to be your morality police? Like, that's something that's really interesting to think about, right? Like, if you do something that your employer doesn't agree with, right? Like, so say, say for instance, you get arrested for prosti- uh, soliciting prostitution. I got arrested for soliciting prostitution. I mean, you didn't, but let's just say that this is what happened. Yeah, but you said to say it, so okay. I said it. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> what, like, should an employer fire someone because they were arrested for soliciting prostitution? I would say. I would say they, the employer shouldn't be able to fire me for that unless the the punishment for that crime affects my ability to show up and do my job. In that if I get sentenced to months in jail, I should not expect to come out of jail with a job waiting for me. But right. if it's simple, hey, Friday afternoon, can I get off? I got to go to court. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. And I go to court and I pay my fines and I – can do my my chain gang roadside cleanup without it affecting my ability to do my own job? No, my employer should not be able to fire me for something like that. But you see, it happens a lot. It does. It absolutely happens a lot, especially at bigger companies that have a stake in the like the, the in the social norm, right? We don't like Coca-Cola doesn't want anything bad in the news about Coca-Cola. And if they, you find out that their CEO is sending dick pics to some 14-year-old he met online, they're going to fire him because that makes Coca-Cola look bad. Right, but I'm, I'm not talking about a CEO or you know a high-ranking Anybody. official. Any, I'm saying if it's, if it's newsworthy, you're going to get fired. Within the confi- – if it's an internal thing, like at my company, nobody – Nobody who doesn't work in the construction industry knows who Apollo Mechanical is, right? right? They're a great company. They're surprisingly large jobs in multiple states. They're they're big, but I am not high enough up the ladder in any sense of 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 thought to denote being like newsworthy, right? Even if I did hire a bunch of prostitutes and get busted with hookers and cocaine, it's not it's not when it ends up in the news, people will go, Alex Maxwell, do you mean the warehouse manager for Apollo Mechanical? Right. What? But it, it it happens that way in the NFL, right? It's it's Deshaun Watson, quarterback of the Houston Texans. And so I understand why the NFL wants to regulate that kind of stuff. And it's conduct detrimental to the league, or what is it, reputation or whatever. But they shouldn't be able to. Yeah, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting world. I mean, it's different than any other other sort of workplace. But when I think about things like the NBA, at one point was it was it the the Hornets, the the New Orleans Hornets that the league owned for a second? Yeah, for for a season they were operating that, and that's why Chris Paul ended up as a Clipper. Oh, right, yeah, because magically a trade happened to get Chris Paul into uh, the market. 
Um, well, it was going to be the Lakers, and then they were like, well, that's lopsided. Yeah, they're like, hey, we're going to do this trade, but uh, not actually, because we said that we can't do it. Yeah. But then at, at that point, like, it, that brings in a whole other level of, of things. So, like, say, for instance, that the NFL had to take take charge of the, uh, just pick a terrible team, uh, the 49ers. Browns. The Browns. Ah, the 49ers. <laughs> that's way funnier. <laughs> um. But so say, for instance, like all this is happening and they're like, OK, we need to trade Carlos Hyde. Um, but he is he got suspended for for this, that and the other. Now, so the league owns the league owns the San Francisco 49ers. And now say Thomas Rawls gets busted. Is it a little weird to have the team that owns the division rival hand out the punishment for the other team? That would be kind of weird. Like, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what was going on in the NBA when you really think about it. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, we we want the league to operate on a fair playing field, but we, the league, also own this team. I think, well... That's by I, definition I, collusion. <laughs> that, uh, that definitely is. Uh, yeah, that is weird. And the league was kind of like... Nothing to see here, guys. Yeah, don't. No, it's and, the, and you know why? Because they're like, it's just, it's just the New Orleans team. No one roots for him. Don't, don't pay attention. <laughs> don't pay attention. Look over there. Hey, hey by the way, there. they're not even going to be the Hornets anymore because we're sending them back to Charlotte. <laughs> because nobody was buying Bobcats jerseys. That is the truth. Not even if they put a two-three in the name Jordan on the back, would anyone buy one of those things? No way. It's, it's. I think it was you that was telling me that throwback Charlotte's Hornets gear was selling better than Bobcat gear, so they were like, "Screw it, change the name." Well, yeah, it, it was it was that, but you want to talk about something? The the Charlotte Hornets, I mean, they they hold a special place in in pop culture uh, for for that jacket, the the what was it starter the starter jacket? Yep. Yeah, I mean that everyone had a Charlotte's Hornets starter jacket, and if you didn't, you were a square. I was a square because I remember everyone had it and I didn't. I had a Seahawks one, so I got a pass because I had a starter jacket. But if you didn't have a starter jacket, I had like I had I had a starter jacket, right? But it it was like the starter jacket put out all the team jackets, right? And then they also put out jackets of the same exact style, but with no logos. It's like the Western so, family jackets. Well, yeah, I just had I just had like a gray starter jacket. But it wasn't like it was a Raiders starter jacket. It was just a gray. It was gray, black, jacket. and white. Right. It was like yeah, the same like, pattern minus the logo. Minus all the logos. So I definitely had a starter jacket, but everybody was like, "Get your knockoff out of here." But you see, that was yeah. It was a knockoff. It was made by the same company. The same company. <laughs> but here's the other thing about it is like this is back during the time. Do you remember when there was a Champion like outlet store in Eugene, and it was uh it was on. Coburg, right where the the wood the woodcraft shop is now. Oh, okay. I know where you're talking. I don't remember it being a like a champion outlet, but I do know the location you're talking yeah, about. There, yeah, I think I feel like it was an outlet store because you could find just like and this is before all the all the leagues got really clamped down on their licensing and everything. So like right. Champion had gear and Rydell had gear. Russell Athletic had every every college, every team, all this stuff. And yeah. I remember you could get patches for your starter jacket at that store. Oh shit! You could just be like, "Nah, man, it's my own starter jacket exactly. made myself." Yeah, I remember That's that funny. vividly. That's awesome. But <laughs> patches. Yeah, it's like, hey, turn your turn your knockoff into a hundred dollar legit thing. Yeah, right. That's like that's like, all right. As the University of Oregon, we're not allowed to sell you a jersey that says Freeman, but we are allowed to sell a jersey with the number twenty one on it, and F R E E M A N patches directly next to it in that's, our store. That is actually still a recruiting violation. Oh, I'm sure it is, but that's like. The starter equivalent of like, hey, we we don't have the licensing for this, but we do have the licensing for patches <laughs> and the jacket. And we, hey, you've got the jacket. Now get the patch and the yeah. how-to instructions. That's so funny. The uh, oh, that's awesome. 
another one, like, I think Pro Player, like, they also tried to do, like, cash in on the starter thing, um, but they just weren't as cool. They were, because this is all the same time Zubaz started all of this. Zubaz? Yeah, you remember Zubaz? No, I don't remember Zubaz at all. Okay, so Zubaz, you know those uh, zebra print, like, pants that are really loose? Like... Like from parachute the 80s. pants? Not not parachute pants. Like think the eighties. Think you're watching like a, a you're watching the Rose Bowl on ABC with Kirk with Keith Jackson and they're Kirk showing Jackson. they're showing before the game and here comes USC and the guy and the linemen are wearing red, white and yellow pants that are in zebra pattern. Oh, I had no idea. That's. That sounds obnoxious. Those are called Zubaz pants. <laughs> that was Zubaz. Zubaz. They had a whole thing. And, uh, yeah, it was... Like, I can't believe you don't know about Zubaz, man. That Zubaz is legendary. <laughs> How do you spell Zubaz? Uh, I think it's Z-U-B-A-Z. Okay, me, okay. Let's see. Let me make I'm... sure. Zubaz. Yeah, Zubaz. And then, yeah, Google image search Zubaz and just look Zubaz at the Zubaz pants 90s. You don't even have to put in the 90s. Just put in Zubaz and hit an image search. Oh my god, that was a thing. <laughs> and like the 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 trading cards, you can see it like on the Google search, the guys in the NFL were all about Zubaz pants. Oh my gosh. And like that was that was what the big thing for a long like Dan a long Marino. <laughs> Zubaz pants. And Z- Zubaz shorts. You get the Zubaz you get the Zubaz pants and the the starter jacket and then you get the pro line hat that they remade with the that weird thing on it. You are ready to go out on the town, oh my, my friend. <laughs> gosh. I want to have I want to get a pair of Zubaz pants <laughs> and then throw like a 90s party for sure. That's actually not the worst idea. You should just throw a Zubaz party. Oh my god, the yeah. The Every, everyone everyone has to wear Zubaz. <laughs> Oh my god, Zubaz party. This is Zubaz Chicago Bulls. <laughs> Dude, this is terrible. It, but it's so good. It's so good though. Oh, these got to come back. They they tried to bring them back. Like oh. Zubaz has been slowly trying to make a comeback. Oh my gosh, this is so bad. The ready? whole Red Arrow wow. marketing idea number 3. Are you ready for this? Is it, is it Zuba, Red Arrow Zubaz pants? It's better than that. What is it? Red Arrow Zubaz yoga pants. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> We're going to make a billion dollars. Ooh. Dude. That, <laughs> that's actually not a terrible idea. That's not that terrible idea, dude. Zubaz. I had no idea. I just saw there was a... One of the Google image shirts was... Uh, was Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Mark Wahlberg from Pain and Gain? Oh yeah, yeah. Rocket, they're wearing Zubaz pants, strutting across the street in one of the the shots of the film. Hilarious. You see, that's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I knew you had seen Zubaz before. I no, I'd never heard the corporate name before ever. Oh man, they are so. I mean, they're they're legend. <laughs> those pants yeah, are legend. I mean, those are god tier pants. So, I mean, the 80s and the 90s, I mean, they were they were great times for pants. I, 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 if you're into zebras and neon colors, yes. Well, I mean, you've got parachute pants, you've got hammer pants, you've got, like, leather pants were making a big a big thing right at this point. Acid wash Acid jeans. Acid wash jeans, right? Like, the distressed look for the first time, really. And then, you oh. know, then you, had, then you had the shorts, you had Daisy Dukes. Oh, dude, and that like it was like the beginning of like this whole buy pants ripped. You know what I mean? Right, you could distressed. just buy jeans with yeah, no knees. They didn't go crazy like they do now, but just your knees are gone and they're dude pants, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna buy those. Well, I mean, a lot of that, a lot of that was also people would go and ruin their pants because there was also the the whole grunge movement happening in the nineties. Yeah, that's true. That's that's definitely. Definitely true. Because every time, every time you saw someone with holy jeans, they were also wearing flannel and a plain T-shirt. But the flannel was like around, tied around, around the waist. waist. Yeah, tied around the waist, and, and they just. Ugh. And there's probably there's drumsticks somewhere in the room. <laughs> like, dude, don't you play bass? Yeah. yeah. Why do you have drumsticks? Because I like I'm, Nirvana. I'm really into Dave Grohl. Yeah, Dave Grohl. He's 
he's the future of music. How right he he would be. <laughs> I I feel the future of. I mean, Dave Grohl is in like eleven bands. Is he in that many? Because I know of two. I I mean, there's like thirty bands that he's involved in. I don't know. Oh shit. Like he he's also into producing now, so it's like he's well, just doing a little yeah. bit of everything. I heard I heard uh through a podcast I think that uh, Tom Morello of Rage Against the Machine and Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters are trying to start a band together. I'd listen to that. I mean, it would probably be preachy, whiny bullshit, but I'd listen to it. Yeah. But the guitar would be cool. Yeah, the guitar would be cool and the drums would probably be cool. Unless Dave Grohl was like, no, man, I want to be the front man and play guitar again. And then you'd be like, Tom would be like, but like I'm here. But and then he'd be like, well, do the Phil Collins thing. Yeah, do the Phil Collins thing. Like, sing from behind the drums, like the Eagles. And then they could like call themselves the Falcons. The Philkins. The Philkins. I like yeah, here we go. <laughs> Tom Morello. That so Take that is, out in post. We can't have the Philkins in this we, recording. No, the Philkins is the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the Philkins. People people are gonna be like the Philkins? What the fuck does that it's mean? It's going to be P-H-I-L-C-O-N. Philkin. <laughs> Philkin. <laughs> anyway, Tom Morello, what Tom, were you saying? He was in a bit. I can't remember the name of it. I, I played a couple of their songs for you. It's like the... Uh, oh, they, they did that song, Hundred Little Curses, or or Million Little Curses. I'm going to find it real quick. You talk about something. I'm going to talk about how I have no idea what band you're actually talking about, because you probably have played it for me, but... Sometimes we get Street into... Sweeper Social Club. Street Sweeper Social Club. Yeah, he was involved with that project, and and they were pretty cool. But like, the problem with I always find with Tom Morello, and like this is a virtue. I mean, if you're if you're a, a famous person, yeah, absolutely, by all means, you know, take the stands that you need to make. But sometimes I just want to listen to music, man. How is how does Tom Morello stop you from listening to music well, when all he does is make music? Well, what I'm saying, he's very uh, let's just say he's very outspoken with the messages in his music. Well, yeah, when you make when you break into the music industry with Rage Against the Machine, like that's what I'm saying. Like I get it. I, I if you listen to what I said, I just said all this. <laughs> I know, but I don't know. I I okay. I guess I see what you're saying. Yeah, it, 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 I'm, what I'm saying is it makes it more difficult to enjoy his guitar playing. When I'm just with, when I just want to listen, if I like if Tom Morello did a, a, a an album of just guitar, I'd be all about that. Gotcha. But even in his guitar, he'd find a way to like to play the words like "Save the starving children." You know what? He, the best way. You know what he how he would do it? He would do like the Bruce Springsteen with the the tube. You know, do you feel like I do? But he would do it. It would be like. We don't feel He's like, I'm playing guitar. I don't know what you want from me. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm doing it within the letter of the law. I'm yeah. playing guitar. <laughs> I realize, like, I try to have like, uh, like music conversations. It's hard uh, with with the kids that work in my warehouse, and I say kids because, uh, shout out the warehouse crew. Uh, all of them, but my roommate Theo are way younger than me like not a little bit younger than me like a decade younger than me and I'm not I'm not the guy I don't go out and try to find or explore new music I've been listening to the same Journey album since I was like 10 years old uh, because Journey's old I've I've, <laughs> I've been listening to to you know Lil Wayne since I mean, the since I was in high yeah since I was in high school I've been that's it like it's classic rock it's Lil Wayne. Some other things get mixed in every once in a while when somebody really, really comes to me and is like, you have to listen. But once the song breaks in, it's it's part of the permanent rotation. Like, I can listen to the same, like, uh, my Spotify has, like, a 40-song hip-hop playlist. I have one of those. It's the same 40 songs, and I'm never tired of it. Every so often, I'm like, well, I don't want to listen to this particular song at this exact moment, but I don't. it's not coming off the list because I know tomorrow... It's going to be the perfect song, right? Like That's exactly so, what I wanted to hear at exactly this moment, right yeah. now. Yeah, and so I, like, they're like, they come to me, they're like, have you heard this song? I'm like, no, and I'm not going to stand here and listen to this three-minute Migos song uh, because 
you got drunk and made out with a girl at a house party while this was playing once. Like, <laughs> it's 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 not what I think is good music at all. And music is a hundred percent subjective opinion. Yeah. yeah, it's subjective. So I'm not saying you listen to bad music, listen to my music. I'm just saying I don't like your music. I'm not gonna listen to it. And or Twenty One Savage, bro. Oh, Twenty One Savage. I, see, like, I don't even know what a Twenty One Savage is. I know I, what a, a 300 Savage is, that's, but that's a different conversation entirely. That's, I don't you know, know what any of it is. Hey, if someone wants to pay $5 to hear me talk about hunting, it'll be a very short podcast, but I will talk about <laughs> it. There was like, so, okay, did I, did I, have I told you that I watched one episode of Ball in the Family on YouTube? Wait, what? Yeah, so the the Ball family, LaVar Ball, LaMelo. Oh, they, they, someone gave them a TV show. No, no. They gave them a limited-run YouTube series. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. Let me be very specific. It runs 22 minutes like it was going to be a standard half-hour show. But it's it's only on YouTube, and it's – I mean, every every person, every shot, the kid, like anyone in any shot is wearing like a big baller brand shirt and hat and stuff. It's so, so funny. But at one point, the guy – the cameraman says, you know, you know, Zoe – because apparently you're not allowed to call him Lonzo. It's just Zoe. Oh, um, well, that's a branding thing. I guess. They're like, hey, Zoe, you know you know what our goal is for these two months. I guess they followed him for two months. And he said, what? They go, to get you to listen to real hip-hop. And he was like, he was like, nah, man. Nah, I, I didn't listen to your guys' old music. Nobody listens to Nas no more. Like, it's all about future. And and he says, like, two other names, like, of mumble rappers I've never heard of, basically. And Does the I cameraman... <laughs> You're right. The cameraman behind it just mumbles in a beat, right? The way you would make fun of future, just and I go to the oh and but in the oh and I mean like, I've done that several times, and everyone's like, oh, you know this song? I'm like, nope. Yeah, right. And Zoe eats it up for like there's like a four second shot of him just straight club dancing, just hard, like he just knows it, and every single time. The guy hits that like hard mumble. He like boom changes his arms because he knows that's coming. Just uh, 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 and it's. I was like, I was like, oh my gosh! If this is the future of music, pun intended, I have to leave. I, I, have I just to have to leave B, society. B, BRB Moon. <laughs> yeah, like I will. I just. I just. I'm gonna write. I'm going to write my Red Arrow stories over here in my Red Arrow corner, and I'm never going to leave because... Well, we're going to set up our offices, uh, hashtag RA Moon. Fair enough, because I'm, I'm, I'm over here talking about stuff that I, I, I can't do, this terrible music that's coming out. I can't stand any of it. These kids make jokes. Everything's a meme now. I don't know if you know this. I feel I feel old complaining about this, but yeah, I'm you, old you now. Yeah, you sound old. <laughs> I, we're both old now. Deal with it. And everything is a meme. Everything is a troll. And everything is terrible hip-hop. Like, I feel like that's what I'm surrounded with when I go out in public. Well, that's because you work with people who are a decade younger than you. Oh, it's so terrible. They have so much energy, though. They get so much done. That's true. Well, you know what's really nice is I don't have anyone work around me, and I really like that. Awesome. <laughs> I I uh, if I could do my job by myself, I would sleep better at night. Fair enough. Because I'd be because I'd be tired from well, working yeah, all day. That's, that's <laughs> but no, I can't. The new mumble rap, I don't like it. Uh, I also don't like uh, bumper stickers apparently, and I didn't know Zubaz pants. <laughs> What did you learn today, Jake? Uh, oh, we're going to a rap? Is that what's happening? No, I'm just wondering what you learned today. <laughs> well, uh, what I learned, um, I didn't learn anything. This is... I didn't learn nothing. Like, I learned that you... you didn't know what Zubaz was. Yeah, how was how I, here, was Let cool me, let me poly this. Was... I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm like, I, Dan, I learned that you learned something. Oh, well, that, no, that's that's the, what is it? It's the Fritzy oh, move. Because Dan, Dan always says, Fritzy, what did I learn today? Right. And Fritzy always hits him with something good, too. He never trolls. He's always like, you learned that uh, Barry Sanders originally wanted to be a baseball player. That's right. You're like, That's what? right. He did. He did. He did. He did. I, did. I did learn that today. That's great. I was like, to, Fritzy's always on it. It's amazing. It would be so hard for me not to be like, you learned that your farts smell bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, remember the joke was going to be that I was going to fart on air, and then, then it was going to be the greatest podcast ever? Did you? I, did yeah. you on I did not. So okay. we're going to have to save that. 
Okay, the the joke pending. Joke pending. Joke, but, but I wrote a hilarious joke, guys, but you can't hear it yet. You can't hear it yet. It's it's a fart. <laughs> it's a fart. <laughs> but hey, anyway, you guys could have been anywhere in the world. Hopefully, you're still here and and listen Hopefully. to his ramble about nonsense. Probably uh, not. Probably not. But if you are, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you were here with us, and we appreciate that. Make sure you're scoping us out on social media. Make and sure and Patreon. And Patreon, yes, patreon.com slash Red Arrow Productions. That will be live uh, Friday when the podcast comes out. So be on the lookout for Friday them. when we record the show, because we definitely don't do it on Thursday the night before. Definitely not. Friday. Definitely we do it on not. Friday. This is live. Well, this is live, but like it's live on the same day it's released. See? Same. Recorded. Yeah. What? Yeah. Time. If you don't like it, Learn to love it. Like, share, and subscribe. Good night, universe. That's a podcast.